Hello and welcome to my log. This is Ann Myra and Dunya Georgievich. I'm Dunya, a filmmaker, writer, director, and actor, and I'm the founder of Girls in Focus, an all-girl filmmaking nonprofit that allows girls 12 to 18 to make their own films. And I am Ann Myra. I'm an author, a children's book author a visual artist as well as a singer-songwriter and we're here to talk about all things art health and wellness and entrepreneurship for women yes yay and we love to chat and discuss our gardens as well because Dunya founded my little organic garden back in 2012 yeah, I um, was midstream in my film industry career and I hit some walls and I also hit some health issues and decided what would I like to do and I realized keeping my hands in the dirt was my favorite thing and I started I my again. little Did you try again? organic garden and um, it's, my log is a great metaphor for not just gardening, which I love, but also your life and planting seeds that will blossom into the things that you want to accomplish. Dig it. Hi, Annie. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you today? Let me just turn off this thing I'm listening to. What What are you listening to? Oh, it's about the quantum body and metabolism. And wow. Yeah, it was interesting. It's interesting. awesome. Um, so how are you today? I'm I'm okay. I'm much better. I I am happy we are able to do this podcast I was feeling a little I had a pretty rough week um, and I'll talk a little bit more about it some some strange health things uh, migraine things yeah I'm so um, sorry you had that migraine that's yeah pretty bad it's, well yeah it 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 is and it was it's not at the moment um, but I think you mentioned you wanted to talk about resilience today yes um, I wanted yes to talk about grit Grit, grit, not similar, yeah. but different. It is similar. Grit. <laughs> it is yeah. similar. grit. And I thought, well, certainly I think you have a lot of grit and I think I have a lot of grit. Given I know you have um, a lot of grit. We've traversed a lot of interesting waters with our health, with beating cancer. And now I've been dealing since COVID, like I think a lot of people, um, with migraines that I'd never had in my life, not even headaches before COVID. And then that first COVID um, in 2021, I, you know, was pretty bad for me. It suffered mostly because of the headache, frankly, it, it manifested as this, which I to this day have flashbacks when I get a migraine because it feels like the COVID migraine. It's that oh, no. really weird Anyway, it's just weird. I'd never had a migraine before. So maybe it's just a normal migraine. But to me, it's a COVID migraine. And 
it's come and gone um, for the last, you know, couple of years. And I have very much tracked, you know, I kind of started feeling like a walking Petri dish if because everything I put in my mouth, I kind of had the sensation it may or may not cause a migraine. So, you know, I promptly cut out, you know, sugars and and coffee and alcohol and um, even chocolate, uh, because if I don't have a full stomach or a meal in me, it will cause a migraine. So there was some weird tipping point of some sort that I'm still trying to explain that happened about a week ago, 10 days ago. And I got a migraine and it never went away. Like the worst of my migraines were like three days max. This one just kept going and going and going. And I was sort of freaking out a little bit about it, obviously. I bet. Um, I mean, not only does it knock you out and kind of incapacitate you, but I also wanted to know what in the world was happening. Like, I didn't understand how how your body was feeling like that yeah why it all of a sudden turned into an ongoing thing it didn't just you couldn't just kind of drink a lot of water and sleep for two days and sleep it off it just kept coming back um so simultaneously to this my friend um kind of so i was debating i was actually going to go to er and get you know, migraine meds and go that route because I didn't know what else to do. But then luckily, a good friend who was dealing with some other health issues recommended her new acupuncturist who um, they sort of work not too far from here out of their house. And and he and his partner, she is a shaman. Uh, She used that word like, a you know, I always thought shamans were indigenous um you know, like in the rainforest or Amazon forest or down in South America or right or Peru or Peru or somewhere. And um, in fact, that is how it started. And she got trained. Um, She's a nurse, you know, by day. And then she discovered her passion by reading this book that I'm reading right now. So anyway, long story short, I do feel better. I am on a new, um, but not new, like it's a very familiar diet. But um, as I'm reading this book that I want to talk more about, so I'm not going to launch into it today. Okay. Because um, I haven't finished it yet. Okay. um, We'll discuss it another time. Well, we'll discuss it more when I, when I finish it. But um, I do just want to say this, that Taking the reins. I mean, I guess the bottom line, if there's like something I want to say about this whole recent experience, once again, it's reaffirming about the health and your body and your, you know, your gut and your mind and your brain and your heart, all the centers in your body that are so interconnected. I do feel very strongly. And I felt this when I was, you know, 13 years ago going through breast cancer that your body's communicating with you that is all that's happening and if you whether you have a strong like extreme disease or whether you just have a cold it's always this conversation where your body's telling you it's kind of off balance whether a little bit or a lot and that it wants some help to getting back to balance so i just um 
I'm glad that I know that. And I kind of implemented that. And so far, <laughs> so far, it's, it's having a positive outcome because helping the energy channels and helping this incredible guy um, and his book that I, it's called Grow a New Body that is um, phenomenal because he had a personal life and death experience that he used these kind of natural nutritional and shamanic energetic herbal remedies when he western medicine sort of told him you know he needs a kidney transplant or a liver transplant if they you know if they even do they do liver transplants that seems so crazy um so he was able to go through it avoiding the western approach and really write it amazing he's written many books but this one is the first one of his i'm reading and um in, includes of all the natural and shamanic approaches and be able to explain them to you which is which is amazing so i i i do recommend it but um tell me how so yeah i mean how are you feeling grit uh, you experience grit in your life or how, how do you think you've developed your grit? Well, let's see, developed it. I don't know about that. I think um, first I'll just read a very short little excerpt from the back of this book that I've read that I truly enjoyed called Grit by Angela Duckworth. And she is a PhD and a MacArthur Fellow and a professor of psychology at the University of Pennsylvania. She has advised all kinds of World Bank, NBA, and NFL teams and Fortune 500 CEOs. She's also the founder of a nonprofit called Character Lab. That's a nonprofit whose mission is to advance scientific insights that help children thrive. She has completed her BA in neurobiology at Harvard and her MS in um, the University of Pennsylvania. Grit, The Power of Passion of Perseverance is her first book and it's an instant New York Times bestseller. So I really enjoyed it. I um, think that it says, drawing on her own powerful story as the daughter of a scientist who frequently noted her lack of genius, <laughs> Duckworth has celebrated researcher professor, describes her early eye-opening stints with teaching, business, consulting, and neuroscience, which led her to the hypothesis that what really drives success is not genius, but it's a unique combination of passion and long-term perseverance. Yeah, I love that. So, so I would guess, for me, I frankly know that I have long-term perseverance. And I think that all of the contributing factors that led to my extreme dynamic resilience during this near-death experience of the sailing accident was that I, A, I'm a longtime meditator. So I think that helped me. I'm a lifetime meditator. And B, I think that actual physical um, conditioning 
helped me. Those are the two things that I think contributed to the best to keep me alive and keep me resilient and keep me persevering. Yeah, you are a badass. There's no doubt about that. From your passion about the outdoors to your passion about, you know, surfing and sailing and just being so consistent in all of those activities because you just love them even before cancer, but certainly as long as I've known you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, even I mean, I, I started I was on the US gymnastics team, but then I had to I had to bail out of that at age 13 because of a knee problem. I had a bad knee. But um, but wow, that, I didn't I even know that. What, yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. So you've got a definite, uh, you know, definite kind of predisposition and talent for athleticism. And that's wonderful. I didn't discover my athleticism until I was very athletic. Like I was on the first the swim team and then the tennis team, but it was so fun. And yeah, I, wish, I, tennis. I wish I, I had kept it up too. because I didn't think of myself. I just, I don't know if it was the way I was raised or girls, you know, in Europe, I wasn't born here. So athleticism in general isn't as pumped as it is here here athletics is like for kids it's like so key everyone should be like every family thinks their kid's going to be the next nfl or pro football or whatever something soccer mom yeah or something yeah i mean i mean i love sports i love athletics bless you (laughs) yeah I, you know, I did tennis team. I did ski team in high school and because we were at boarding school. So we used to all get on the bus and go up to the mountain and go ski. Yeah, I just love it. And, and I, um, I mean, I never had ambitions like to try out for the Olympics. Well, I kind of did in gymnastics, but then that got totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but, um, but if you hadn't but, had yeah. that injury, you probably would have. Um, I mean, who knows? Pursued, pursued I, yeah, who knows? yeah. <laughs> I mean, you certainly, you know, push you. You're one of those people who I admire a lot because you do like to push yourself and push the envelope and and you, you're kind of fearless in that way, which I also it's inspiring. I mean, one of the things about to get back to this books i just want to mention the author's name and then i will talk a lot more about him um maybe next week alberto violdo or violdo is um he's trained as a psychologist and medical anthropologist but studied the healing practices of the amazon and the andean shamans so he now is director of what he's founded the four winds society where they train individuals um, in the U.S. and Europe to practice shamanic um, energy medicine, etc. But one of the fascinating things about this book, Grow, you know, Grow a New Body, was how well he describes the importance of food and what you eat and just simply eating a more, you know, an emphasis on the plant-based diet and an emphasis on the omegas and a high sort of good fat diet, like high coconut and avocado and, you know, olive oils and those kind of things to get your body into sort of ketosis, um, which I didn't really understand. Ketosis. Are you moving furniture? 
Oh, sorry. Yeah, I just screwed it in my chair. Oh, okay. <laughs> like she's rearranging sorry. her house. No. no, I'm not rearranging the house. I just, I just moved from my desk. Yeah. Well, I'm. You know, the 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 thing is, I'm just so reminded because how quickly my body is responding to this. So I've been doing this. Um, you know, my migraine started about ten days ago. About two days in, something felt weird and different, and I just decided to do something because I I was able to stumble upon it, and it was sort of in my lap. It fell in my lap. Is this book, and, book? This, and this and this protocol? So the protocol is like a one week off. I'm sorry, the other way around. One week on, and then three weeks off. Meaning, okay, stick. You know, be kind of strict with no grains whatsoever. Of course, no sugars. Um, and really upping the veggies and the fat and then three weeks of a little more relaxed um, diet but I just have been responding so quickly to it that it really just re-emphasizes how everything you put in your mouth is so is so important in terms of your health and your the way you metabolize energy and and how much energy you have because I've been knocked out like I've been sleeping a lot and I um I'm starting to feel very differently and this is now like I said this is like day day 10 or 11 um so we'll talk more about nutrition and I'm gonna I'd like to talk more about the details of sorry I I I couldn't hear you because did you hear that whole interruption my sister called no oh I did not Okay, darn not. it. I hope we still recorded you because I hope that they didn't hear that phone call. I just told her I'd call her right back after we're finished. Oh, okay. Well, but um, anyway, I, I so- did. I, if you did, if it didn't uh, record me, it's okay because we can talk. Like I said, I want to do a deeper dive into the nutrition protocol that I'm doing because it's so amazing and I'm having. Um, palpable results and my headache knock on wood is gone today anyway well just yeah I didn't get to because of that minor interruption I didn't get to hear what the dietary protocol is so um well I'm gonna keep I guess you and everyone else on their toes and I think we should um maybe make our next segment about that. And by then I will have finished the whole book. So I'll feel really good about going into a little bit deeper detail about it. But well, what I, you know, I just wanted to say that I was on it and that I was feeling immediate results, that it was working so quickly that it's kind of remarkable that, you know, your body, that my body's responded in two days. Well, I'm from, really uh, proud and happy about that. But I just FYI, the brain, our brain, so that, of course, if you're having a migraine, is your brain. They, that you need to have, it's 80% water. So you have to put 80% of water in there to get it functioning smoothly. And then also you need the fats because that like the coconut oil and the olive oil and the avocados, you need that because that's those are the two primary things that make your brain function. Properly. Well, it's the omega threes, which yes, is what too. your brain yeah. is made out of, and yeah. your body does not 
manufacture or make produce omega-3s so if you're not doing that you actually need to take some omega supplements but on this protocol the week one week on three weeks off um they're asking you to take like a solid uh soup spoon in the morning and the evening of the coconut like combo the coconut m uh, mct mct oil and add it to your either your meal or just coffee or whatever or or just just eat it however like twice a day good and it's 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 cool i like it i feel so all my cravings disappeared well my migraine is like 95 percent better good and um my you know, I'm I'm a little exhausted from a week of having it, but oh, I'm sure I'm hoping that this is, you know, according to him, this addresses everything. Like it just allows your body to renew. And one final, you know, piece of it is something that I've come across before because it's popular, but I never really understood it. Um, is the fasting, the like eating, you know on for x amount of hours and then taking 15 to 18 hours of fasting which is intermittent fasting basically right and not trying not to eat after 6 p.m and trying you know or after 7 p.m or whatever and trying not to eat before 11 or 12 or 1 p.m so the following day that um, he explains in great detail, which I've never really understood, is that it renews your whole body. That's that's the way your body completely renews, and yeah. and so we'll see. I'm 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 kind of I'm kind of digging it. Intrigued. Good. Yeah. Yes. So, do you have a recipe this week? I actually don't. Do you, oh. do you have one? I mean, I do because I made. I made two different soups this week that, and both are so divine. I don't even know which one to share, but I guess I'll share the green one because it didn't even have any coconut milk in it. And the other one was butternut squash, but the green one was asparagus and pea soup with some potatoes, you know, your usual kind of broth starter with an onion and some garlic, some potatoes, um, I had a bunch of asparagus and I also had a bunch of fresh peas, like not frozen, but fresh. Delicious. And so all of that got cooked with some herbs and spices in just water to create a vegetable broth and then pureed, leaving a bunch of little peas and asparagus tips to be as garnish on top but it was so oh and I put an entire bunch of parsley in there which really Yum. gave it a very earthy kind of dense um potent green soup so I've been enjoying it sounds delicious yeah well thanks for chatting with me yeah so actually the whole reason I thought of doing grit was because the renowned Tony Robbins says that success leaves clues and so then I just did a random search on the internet like what are the clues that lead to success the clues that he's talking about and one of them is grit wow 
Well, that makes sense. Yes. So I definitely agree. So I think we should discuss all of the clues that lead to success. What are they? Do you know? Well, there's one was grit. And um, the next one I'll have to look up and we'll discuss it next time. Okay. That sounds like a plan. Thanks, Annie. (laughs) Have a good week. You too. Bye.